Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. This week, Marilyn Cannell is finding plenty of food for thought in and around her kitchen. What is it about fridges? They used to be compact cupboard-like boxes that fitted neatly under your kitchen worktops. Now they are great big storage units made of stainless steel, dominant features in many homes, almost like a domestic TARDIS. Everything is getting bigger. Cars, wardrobes, garages, even your shoe racks. There's a children's song, Bigger Isn't Always Best. In today's world, it would appear that progress is measured by increase in volume, that what is bigger is inherently better than its smaller version. Ah, but what about those big banks, those big football clubs, those big supermarkets? There are many of us who would prefer the earlier, smaller versions, where individuals mattered, and personal contact and involvement was just as important as the end result. The Bible is full of stories of powerful kings who abused their positions, and rich, well-dressed religious leaders who had lost sight of their primary role. But then there was a shepherd boy, who killed a giant, and another boy who supplied bread and fishes for Jesus to perform a miracle. Next time you get your milk out of the fridge, remember what a wonderful thing it was to start with. And hasn't it all gone a little bit out of control? In times past, having enough food to eat, the growing, the getting and the preparation of it, took up a lot of time and a lot of your income. Today, with the help of fridges and freezers, there is a plentiful supply of foodstuffs available from all over the world. It is there waiting for us in the shops and supermarkets. Many of us eat far too much. Lots of it is wasted. There is concern about the number of air miles involved in the transportation of food, which comes from parts of the world where they could probably do with consuming it on their home ground. And yet there are places where getting enough food to feed a family is a daily struggle, which is often lost. We, in our affluent, consumer-driven society, have forgotten what it is like to work for an everyday necessity like food. I remember my mother making jam, bottling fruit, putting eggs in a crock. My husband remembers the salted meat and herrings, which were not particularly flavoursome. In the Bible, Jesus tells his disciples to feed my lambs. And he isn't just talking about physical food. He is talking about the so-called God-shaped hole in people who need something else to fill their minds apart from the material matters of the world. Next time you open the fridge, look at what you have inside. See where it comes from. And try not to waste what we are lucky enough to have available for us. You finally find a park and enter the vast Tesco Emporium. There is so much on offer. You don't really need that package at the moment, but you get it and pop it in the fridge for another day. After all, there's plenty of space in there, so let's get stocked up. The bigger the fridge, the more you can fit in. Christmas is a supreme example of this. With the huge fridges available today, we are becoming a nation of food hoarders, 
open the door and have a look at it all. Then look at your television screens and see how much food is available for one whole family on a daily basis in a refugee camp in East Africa. Our choice of food is wider than it has ever been. We have so much, while they have so little. We are so busy laying in supplies for the future that we actually waste a lot of it and fail to enjoy what we do have day by day. The Bible says that we should not be laying up for ourselves earthly goods. Rather, we should be looking towards more spiritual things. Perhaps we shouldn't be stocking up our fridges and freezers, but using what is seasonal, available, and enjoying it. If we are to collect and store up anything, then we should also be prepared to share what we have and spend our money a little more wisely. A full fridge doesn't necessarily mean that your life is full of the right things. When you got your first refrigerator, remember how you used to look after it. You would wipe it out regularly, defrost it now and again to keep it operating efficiently. Nowadays, once you have found room for the monster in your kitchen, it is pretty much left to its own devices. It is a self-defrosting model, you know. We live in an age where we expect things and people to trundle along without any input or help from us, while we simply pursue our own agenda. We drop litter, hoping somebody will pick it up. We drink too much, expect others to clear up. We buy what we need in the shop without a smile or a kind word. And we leave our children to amuse themselves with their electrical gadgets. Not all of us, of course, but enough to cause concern. In our automated world, we have forgotten how to look after what we have, and we simply get another one when the old one starts to give trouble, and we apply this to people as well as objects. We have forgotten how to interact with each other and look after one another, too selfish altogether. Jesus said we should love one another. It is only by people being prepared to be less self-absorbed and more community-minded that the world will become a better place. When you put your butter back in the fridge, remember all the people and all the gadgets that help you and see if you can do the same for somebody else. Have you ever been rooting in the fridge and found lurking at the back something well past its sell-by date which you had forgotten about altogether? I bet you have. We buy, partially use, and just stick the rest in the fridge. Gone are the days of using up leftovers. My mother would take any vegetables, cold potatoes or meat, mix them into three or four beaten eggs, and cook them in the frying pan. We called it hoffle poffle, though I suppose it's an early version of a Spanish omelette. We put things away. We don't use them. But hang on to them. Other things, too, that we hold on to, which we should use up or get rid of altogether. Perhaps we harbour grudges, which should have been forgotten about long since. Perhaps we cling to old ways of doing things and find it hard to embrace new technology. Guilty. Perhaps we store things away in a cupboard, which should have been sorted and recycled long ago. Perhaps we keep things that we don't need, which somebody else might be able to use. It is said that what we throw away or forget about in the fridge 
could feed a family for a week in a third world country. The Bible tells us that sometimes we need to discard old ideas and embrace a new way of life. The Pharisees held on to their old ways when they were no longer relevant. So go and clear out your fridge and maybe clear out some other bits and pieces that you no longer need in your life. Music 